It's Cofield and Company, live on ESPN Las Vegas and ESPN Sports Reno. All right, here we go. Four o'clock hour, Reno's in Vegas. Adam Hill, Cofield, Ari. Big hour on the way. We uh, almost never do song-offs anymore. That was an old... Because there's so many good songs out there. There's so many good viral songs. Uh, the Vast Sound Department hasn't been able to keep up with all the songs, but they did nail it today by pulling what they believe are the three songs of the summer. You know that happens, right? Are like, the rankings better than mascot rankings? They have to be better. If you uh, want to go read Adam's mascot rankings, we have them up on Twitter. You can also go to lvrj.com slash sports. That's sure. my guess. Sure. Yeah, or just search Adam Hill mascot rankings. Suck, and it'll pop up automatically. Very controversial. <laughs> but here's the thing. Reno doesn't care. Reno's gra- uh, is glad that you guys have gone all woke and you won't put Hey Reb on there because it got canceled. Use honorable mention. I don't, I, you leaning on. You did a top five on purpose. You left out some of the most popular mascots on purpose. And I'm okay. That's this era. No, they just didn't make the top that's, five. That's this era. They didn't make the top five. What do you want me to do? A Las Vegas Motor Speedway, and we love them. They're going into the Nevada Sports Hall of Southern Pit Nevada Boss Sports is objectively a cool mm-hmm. mascot. Mm-hmm. That's a cool mascot. All right. Okay. Look them up. People will love them. Battleborn Injury Lawyers presents The Big Four at Four. Number four. I'll admit I'm not prepped properly on this one because the easy lead-in would be, you know, another Southern Nevada Sports Hall of Famer, the Las Vegas Bowl, had a big announcement today. I think they're in the Southern Nevada Sports Hall of Fame. Have uh, to be. I think. I think. But uh, Vast Research Crew will look that up. Uh, bowl date has been set for the Las Vegas Bowl. The SRS distribution Las Vegas Bowl. This looks good. How much consternation was there last year for months and months and months up until about Two weeks before the bowl game, what this this was actually a topic from the summer through the football season. I think they got it right this time, but I cross-checked really quickly. The game has been announced. Big Ten, Pac-12. We know it rotates with the Big Ten and SEC flip-flopping. Big Ten versus Pac-12 on December 23rd. Now, they've done it right around New Year's, and they did it well before Christmas last year, correct me if I'm wrong, neither one was a massive success. Wasn't New Year's really tough, though, because of the rooms? Yeah, it becomes very difficult. So, I think this is the sweet spot, the 23rd, yeah. and then the bigger story is what? And I feel like December 23rd has been their most traditional okay. date. I think I think that's been the most common date for Las Vegas Bulls in the past. The uh, other issue has been availability of, it's all for you! Right? The stadium is is all for us, the Al. For people out there who say people were against the stadium, uh, nobody was against – well, shouldn't say that. Nobody here was against the stadium. Uh, I was against the amount of funding. No. Well, I wasn't against the money. I was against the way the deal was written in terms of what it did for other local entities, including the Las Vegas Bowl and UNLV and everyone else, that the deal should have been written more favorably if we were going to give that amount of money, and that came to fruition. If the stadium is for us, then Raiders games – are a big deal, but so are other really important iconic events like the Las Vegas Bowl. I'm not going to call UNLV football iconic, but it is a public institution. Well, so if we built the that, stadium. By the we way, should have dates for for UNLV. And by football. the way, I don't I don't sub speak or sub tweet. JT the Brick sent out yesterday some numbers that Mick Akers had put up, 
And Mick is a, a, you know, he likes to put the stuff out, big cheerleader for local stuff. And JT's like, I can't believe media were against this. We weren't against a stadium. There was a need for a stadium. And There's nuance to this. People were against the finer details of the stadium have been proven right. I mean, I think that's accurate. And here's the other thing. If you're going to talk about, hey, public funding for Allegiant was cool, then everyone needs to go on record and go, yay, A's. Let's build a baseball stadium. But guess not. Guess who's not going to do that? Folks who are around the Raiders brass. Yeah. Because Mark Davis ain't happy, and I don't blame no, him. He's not. But let's tell the whole story here. Fair. Right? Yes. Uh, and, and, and last year, it was a mess. It was a mess. All right? No one else needs to say it. But trying to deal with some of the folks at the Raiders, like Marcel Reese, turned into a giant pain in the ass. All right? And the game, I mean, we almost, I mean, the game got, in, in a way, ruined because they had to move the freaking time slot up because of this stupid switching of the fields. This is supposed to be a public-private partnership. Yeah. And let, let's be clear, the reason it was a mess— and anyone getting offended, you you know the deal. The okay? reason The reason Stop. it was a mess is because of how the deal the stadium deal was written. And the, the fact that, that the, the actual community— was screwed in many ways by the way the deal was written, which is what we talked about from the beginning. So that's what I'm saying is that those who talked about the way the deal was written were proven right. But again, it happened. We apparently, hopefully, have moved forward, and the new date will be helpful to how it's going to go as long as there's not a Raiders game that then moves time and then says, get out, which is what happened this, last year. This year, this year's Raiders game is on Christmas. Yes. And when you send out numbers. Yeah, but can't they flex games to different days now? So who knows? I don't think they can go to Thursday. I don't think they're going to flex a Christmas game. They can go to Thursday if they want, though. I don't know. I don't know. That's a good point. It's what happened last year. Yeah, but it's Thursday to Saturday. Right, but they moved the times last year. They moved, but I'm saying right. you never know. This the, time there's no it chance. It can happen again. There's no chance of a Saturday-Sunday issue. And that was the that was the problem last year. Because we, we think, what, the number to switch out the field is 18 hours? Begin- it, it doesn't take that long, but that's what they got written into the deal. Right. So it's 18 hours. It's it, could probably it's be done, it could probably be done in probably 12. but Even less. But the, the point is, folks, and I'm, we're not, I'm not for or against anybody, but we pitch publicly into the stadium. There needs to be some cooperation, and I hope that, you know, more professional people atop the organization, you know, it's going to be an easier thing to work with. Because within, you know, the numbers, and I'm not going to go through them because I don't necessarily believe, I think numbers can be, you know, kind of framed any way you want um the numbers show hey the stadium has been good but you could also show there have been events at the stadium that haven't done as well as they should have if there were more cooperation with the las vegas bowl last year's las vegas bowl could have been bigger and that some events could have maybe taken place at sam boyd stadium if they didn't block them and sam boyd stadium that, is unavailable that, that sort of thing which you know that that would be we're not we're not in love with the way this whole A's thing has gone down with the baseball stadium but that stadium could fill the void for those events that you know, are more suited to like twenty to thirty thousand people. Maybe you could do a little more than thirty with the field included. Right. Yeah. Although, it seems like there's very few events built into the projections for the. AC. Oh, what was the number? I thought there was like it might have been like eight. Oh, plus the eighty-one. Yeah. Like, oh, wow. Okay. That seems maybe low. that's a lack of. Maybe I'm wrong. It could be twelve to whatever that, it was. It was. That would be low. one of the things you would you you'd think would actually be inflated. You would think so. I mean, a lot of other stuff was inflated. You said you started watching it. And you just you were you laughed a couple times. It was because it's it's preposterous. Yeah. It's 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 some of the stuff that's being said is just silly, and some of the the ways the questions are being answered 
you're just you just look at it and say, were you not prepared for these questions? Like these are all fair questions, and also questions that just aren't asked, which they continuously just allow them to say we're investing over a billion dollars in this. Are you? Here goes our whole big they, four. They, first, first of all, they haven't designed. I'm, I'm, well, I, I'm they haven't go, even designed the stadium yet. I'm going to go back and and also and, one of the reasons they wouldn't move that, that that trickled out. One of the reasons they wouldn't take the deal in Oakland. Ah, 2028. We can't wait that long. Oh, when are you going to be done here? 2028. Okay. They moved it back. Okay, here. great. Yeah. And that just leaked out during the hearing. Uh, this is big stadium talk at four. I can't. Uh, no. The rest That's of it's it. done. No, no, more. no, no more. It, I'm not done now. Because now you got me worked up. And I just want to hear some freaking Jamaican music. That's all I'm asking for. Um, other things that came out I thought that were interesting. Well, one, that switched to 2028. Um, and the fact that the session ends on June 5th. What were you saying for weeks and weeks and weeks while we waited for the initial proposal? Oh, that they were just going to jam it in the day before? That, that, that was, that's, not a, that's not a flaw. That's, that was the plan. By the way, I'm giving you credit. Don't credit, get mad. Credit to the you A's. Credit to the A's. It's gonna they, work. They didn't lie. It's gonna work. Like when when Dave came on the show, yeah. he basically said that was the plan. Dave Gavel, yeah, the president. He, he basically said it. Yeah. Like nobody's hiding from this. Hey, we're going to put this on the last minute so you guys can't read it and have no idea what's in it. That's what the Raiders did. That's what we're gonna do. Why not? It worked before. Why not let it happen again? And that's literally what we've been saying here. We love. I, I was just mad I can't watch a, a random baseball game on a Wednesday afternoon. I was just mad about that. I love baseball. I want baseball I here. don't know that I could devote the time to it. I could. But, but I would actually consider buying season tickets for the Rays. If they were here? Sure. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, did you see the other, you see the other thing that leaked Keep out? Going. You see the other thing that leaked out in the LA Times piece? Where did this one come from? You know what? Our regular start time is going to be 4 p.m. for our games. <laughs> okay. Uh, what? Wait, where's that? Stop. It's the L.A. Times story. Stop. Yeah. yeah. This is for the tourists. They'd rather come in, watch a game at 4, and then go to a show and dinner afterwards. So we're going to do 4 p.m. starts. Wonderful. Wonderful. That's, that's not. Traffic that will be not, great, too. That, that was not said. Okay. Who will they – the other thing that was – I saw Maury Brown, who covers baseball. I think it's at Maury Bisball. Uh, there is part of the document that talked about personal seat licenses. Oh no, that's that's happening. That's hap- That's of course happening. Oh my god! But which is again what I keep saying about where is this billion dollar number coming from? The <laughs> Ari just Ari just found the story. Ari just found the or Ari just found the four p.m. story. Yeah. Uh, they, they asked that our PSL is going to be involved. Right. Uh, we don't know yet. You know. And that's, again, when I keep saying, why are we allowing the A's unchecked to keep throwing this we're contributing a billion dollars number out there? Right. Because I promise you they're counting the land that they got for free as their contribution. They absolutely are. I guarantee they're going to sell PSLs to offset some of the contribution that they're making, which will probably, probably get them down to zero. Well, the Raiders' PSL – Total was, was it estimated at like three fifty, and it turned out to be like five hundred fifty million dollars, yeah. which again offset yeah. offset their contribution right. again. But yes. no one, no one, very few people crunch those numbers. No. So uh, we're just allowing them to say a billion over and over again. It's not going to be a billion. The land is already free. Take that off that number, and the PSLs are going to be sold. Don't and again. The oh, we haven't really crossed that bridge yet. Yes, you have. 
Yeah, of course you have. <laughs> it's so annoying. You all right? No. Again, be clear because people will misrepresent this again yeah. in five years. Yeah. We want a stadium. I don't mind some of the funding. Write the bill the right way. Get some of this stuff in detail, in writing, and in, in spelled out. And make sure we have concessions for things that we want for the stadium for, that we can use the stadium for, that'll be good use to the community, that'll be good stewards of the community that will help traffic and those sorts of situations down there. Get that in writing now. If you're giving them the money, get something back. Was part of the presentation, was a moment carved out to talk about the roads? I and, didn't and get who, through all And who it. pays for that? But by the way, I was watching this in the press box at the, at, in, the, in Dallas. Like, I was just sitting there, and people kept coming over. Are you okay? Like, no, I'm not. I'm angry. Like, this game hasn't started yet. I'm not watching the game. I'm watching we, the game within the game. You know, on Cofield and Company, we just want to be happy. I know you laugh at it. Just want to do a light show, play songs, bus chops. But then one of us has to go off the deep end. I have a stomach. And it's not our fault. Don't feel good. Yeah, it's not our fault. This sucks. Now I got dry mouth. We need a break. Sweating. It's hot in here. All right, on the way back, more A's talk. We'll update. Oh, no. What's going on with the A's on the field, especially with security at their current stadium? A little weird. All right, roll it on. We got a breath. We're all calm until we bring up an A story and then Adam's going to get all worked up again. I'm glad you're actually in for a show. Because it's been a night here with a nightmare here with just me, because I start getting all freaking hyperventilating, and uh, I just get laughed at. So I enjoyed laughing at you as you got all worked up over the uh, the weird Monday presser with the A's and the legislature, and almost no questions, deep diving into this whole thing. All right, Ari's here. It's Cofield. If you want to watch uh, us up on Twitter, we're on video right now. Also on Steve Cofield on Facebook. So you sent me a video a little earlier. And I was, as I watch it, I'm like, wait, is this really happening at the Oakland Stadium? What was going on there? Uh, somebody ran on the field, decided to, uh, you know, be a, a, a trespasser and sprint around. And our favorite part of these videos, I think for most people, is when security eventually tackles the person, takes them down and takes them out and drags them off the field. And you get to see somebody looking silly. We didn't get that payoff in this video. Uh, it's pretty unusual if someone's allowed to run across the entire field. And this person ran from the outfield around the bases. And at the time, it was only the grounds crew. Yeah, They barely paid attention to him. And no one came to their aid to get the what guy. One of them tried to use like a leaf blower. Like, so like to he was just like, down. okay, come on, let's go. And then he ran, up the, he ran all the way around the bases, up the third baseline. And the guy at the third baseline with a rake is like, okay, patted him on the button. I was like, go back to the stands. No repercussions. What's going to happen the rest of the way there? Uh, I mean, here's the thing. I feel like, I feel like the security should have should be all over this because they don't have anybody to actually monitor in the stands. But I also would feel like, based on watching that video, and this is not reporting or anything. This is just watching the video and making a judgment. I feel like they just don't employ security because they know that there's not fans. Like, why would you have a bunch of security guards there and a bunch of people there if there's nobody to control? So that's what it seemed like to me. Uh, unless this was so early in the you know in the people entering the stadium process that I don't think it was during the game, I think it was pregame. Yeah. So it's so early that they weren't even like monitoring the fans anymore and yet. I mean, there was there was a seems moment, a little bit. That's a little bit budget conscious. 
little bit. If you're not providing protection for your ground. I'll crew. say there was there was a moment uh, when you know I was I was at the game six like three hours before puck drop or something, and like when they started letting fans in ninety minutes out, there was about thirty fans that, that had come in already yeah. uh, and taken their seat. And I looked around, I was like, those people could just go on the ice if they want to. I feel like like nobody's around here. So I mean, it is pretty early in the. I think all the security is outside, and then the you know wanting people walk into the concourse, not necessarily in the bowl. Weird stuff, and yeah. I, you just wonder like what the commission's office thinks. Like that's not a great image to show people. Oh, of course it is. They want out. So anything that backs them up that Oakland yeah. is dead. Look how bad this is. Can't even employ competent security guards. Weird. It's probably a plant. Weird. Uh, can you play the video from uh, John Boy here? Let's let's fire this. Utter confusion. Utter confusion. Can we do it? Can we fire it, please? I'm just out here living, out here living, living my best life. Yeah. It's just a guy running around the base with uh, this guy Dylan Scott. I heard, crank it up. This could be one of the songs of the summer. It might be 10 years old. I heard many songs of Dylan Scott. Many songs of Dylan out here living. This guy running the bases. Yep. He got to the point where he was he was on the field so long, he was just like, I'm kind of done. I don't, like, I'm, I'm just going to go back into the stands now. I'm finished. This is how I accomplished my goals. 30 seconds of just running around the field. All right, that's one of three nominations for the – So far, that's, I mean, it's the leader because it's the only song one. Of the summer. It's, it's bad. Okay. Uh, I mentioned yesterday, for some reason, and I, sw- I swear I was not talking about it around my phone, around my house – I, I got inundated on Sunday night by Memorial Day weekend at the Jersey Shore. I don't know. The phone just knows you. You don't have to talk about it. No. No, because I've never searched it before. Oh, you have. You think maybe I stay too long on New Jersey-related videos? Of course. And it remembers? Of course. And it was like it's the end of the weekend? How smart is this TikTok? I'm scared. The Chinese are very smart. It's very smart, yes. It's very smart. Speaking of, we'll, we'll get to that in a second. Um, yeah. I'm also starting to think that businesses can manipulate the whole thing. There was some random business, a restaurant bar in the northern part of the Jersey Shore that kept popping up all the time. I was like, they had to do something. You probably searched their menu it. or I've never, searched their I've, hours. You know what's funny? The, the place, I couldn't remember where it was, and then I finally – Made the connection, and I've been there once in my life, and I've never thought about it again. But it was popping up. They're reading my mind. That's what they do. From th- 28 years ago. That's what they do. This you, is crazy. You look at something for too long. Who is like, they? Them. It's scary. The Chinese. Uh, but what I did see was, and you love the show Jersey Shore. There's a new song. I mean, this is – when we talked last week about Aaron Rodgers loving Jersey Shore – and people in New Jersey are like, no, 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 no. That show is nothing like the real people of New Jersey. This song is now making the rounds. Have you ever heard this song? Not, uh, not until I watched it for our purposes. <laughs> it's, it's good, right? It's no. good. No, more no fi- it's not. No, no more fist pump. No, it's not good. Cut myself all night long. Put your hand up high like a f***ing blade hone. And cut the puts out out. I get the feel for it. 
All right, you get it? You got it? Okay. Nice! You do have to actually write it out, though, when you search it. Apparently, this was done like eight years ago, and now, I don't know, for some reason, it's making a bunch of videos. So that, but that happens a lot on TikTok, where old songs emerge. Of course. So, cut the mozzarella. Cut the mutz. I mean, that's not good. There's other, they start shouting out other meats and cheeses. No, they didn't. That's, oh, yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, why don't we get that song? No, it's, that in, it's, in the, it's in this, it's just a different part of the song. Oh, I didn't even hear it. Yeah. All right. He orders like a whole sandwich. Oh, I got to get this. I think it's more uh, conversation. Yeah. It's not really the, it's not in the song. It's more the, it's one of those things where there's like a conversation between people that leads up to the song. Is that better than the country song? Uh, that was playing around the no country the, song. The, I'll the, take the I'll A's. take the country song. The, really? Maybe it's just because I was just in Texas. Okay, I have that, I have that country feel right now. Oh, really? You have a country feel? No, but over that one, yes. All right. The the there's a lot about Texas that's a real problem. The the for, first of all, I've always been obsessed with the line dancing because it's so yeah. bizarre. But that everybody seems to know which dance goes with which song. All the time. You like Oregon? But they don't play, no. But they don't play country songs. They line dance to more poppy, like, right. like awful rap songs. Right. You're like, what What are they doing? Crossover. It's so bad. Money's money. I guess. Money's money. It's I asked bad. you if you like Oregon, because no. uh, there's a Miss Oregon who put out a song in 2015, 16 that yeah. apparently is now hitting. I don't know what's going on here. She have aspirations of doing something different? I don't know what she wants to do. Sure. Well, I think I know. She wants to. She wants to be a. That was a terrible lead-in. <laughs> it's, it's bad. What does she want to do with her life? She can't be a. Don't don't anymore. set it up like this. I know. That's Please. What, what does she want to do with her life? I don't know, but this feels like something from 1964 on a commercial. I gotta find a way to take down Chow one day. He pulled a ninja move. It got me to be. You know what? Maybe I too could be ninja. I want to be ninja. I want to be ninja. I want to chop, 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 chow down. Take chow down to China. She seemed to, this was a, uh, a Miss Oregon from 2004. She seemed to take from 1984. From she took particular pleasure, a pleasure in the video and walking over to an Asian woman and chopping right in front of her face. Yeah. And mm -hmm. that woman did a beautiful job of just. Looking around like, uh, wait, am I supposed to get at offended? At one point, like, put her hands together. And oh, did she bow to her? Oh, yeah. To everyone. Oh. The whole. There was a lot of people well, at this show. The first time I saw this, um, I don't know if we've ever had Bobby Lee on the show, but we've seen his show. Sure. Um, Asian-American comedian. And I don't know if he was hamming it up, but he seemed, like, a bit worked up over it. I don't blame him. Yeah. Well, I mean, first of all. Even as somebody, if even if you're not offended by it, I, I can't imagine it. I think you would get worked up and angry about it. I try to everything like on the big screen. And you guys, you know what? I might do it. I might be a ninja soon. I gonna be ninja. You're rubbing your All right, so let me ask you a question. I like how she pronounces ninja. Let me ask you a question. Uh, we've got a situation with Clayton Kershaw and the Dodgers. Is that comedy? Just like the sisters of... Perpetual indulgence or comedy, and that's what the fight is over with the Dodgers. Because you're a big, I'm going to draw the comedic line. Yeah. So where is it? I think, I think it's when in, is offending people funny, and when is offending people just offending people? I think offending people is always funny. 
That's, okay. <laughs> like you so you're good with this Jennifer Murphy and her I want to be yeah, ninja. I'm, I'm more offended by her lack of musical ability than her racism. Okay. I feel like everybody should feel the same way. But the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, it started a couple weeks ago. There was a Pride Night. They were at it, or they were going to be at it. Dodgers canceled it. They got a bunch of blowback. Then they're going to revisit it. Um, a lot of their theme is kind of cracking on uh, traditional religions and maybe some biases they have, yeah. some fears they have. Yeah. And now Clayton Kershaw is like, well, if you bring this back, we haven't had our – um, you know, faith night slash family night since 2019. I'd like to see that come back too. And Clayton Kershaw is not one of these guys who gets involved in stuff like this. Well, I think he is. I mean, it, clearly he's doing it now. This is, you know, part of part of what he wants. But it's it's a tough situation for the Dodgers to be in because they announced it, and this group was included in their Pride Night. And when they pulled them off of the Pride Night, you know, menu of what was going to be you know presented that night. Uh, a, bunch, a bunch of the Pride Night people said, no, then we're out. You can't be discriminatory against certain groups within us, so we're out. So there wasn't going to be able to be a Pride Night because they were going to – it's a whole – it's a tough situation for them to be in. I think they're trying to be very inclusive, but anytime you're inclusive, you're going to get other people that say that's not inclusive. It's it's bad. Getting ready for the Stanley Cup final. Your Vegas Golden Knights in it against the Florida Panthers, a big favorite in the Eastern Conference before the season, then had a very up-and-down season, barely made the playoffs – then pulled the upset on the team that was, I'm never going to say a guarantee, but a virtual guarantee to win the Cup, one of the greatest regular season teams of all time in the Boston Bruins. They're here. Panthers are here. Expectations before the year. Told you, NHL.com, 15 of 15 writers had them making the playoffs. Eight had them winning the Atlantic. Two had them winning the Stanley Cup. Meanwhile, VGK the favorite, seven. Of the 15 writers for NHL.com had the Knights missing the playoffs completely. Wow. Yeah. None had them winning the Stanley Cup. If you forget as the season goes along and narratives change, the Knights had a very, very solid season. They got better as it went along. They overcame crazy bad luck with the goaltending. But this wasn't an expected Stanley Cup final. Now, that all said, the Knights do seem to be a darling of betters. So the Knights were about the ninth choice coming into the season. The Panthers were the sixth. So whatever the NHL.com people said about narratives, betters thought the Knights had a chance. I'm taking this as successful. I think we we had some arguments at the end of last year about difference between excuses and reasons. Yeah. And I said the Golden Knights missed the playoffs only because of injuries. And that was it. And that they'd be much better this year because they'd be healthy. You know, I think about the Knights a lot. I was thinking about them driving home the other day. Really? Uh, yeah, and I actually – I'm not joking. I actually was thinking of uh, how fine the line is that last year they played the injury risk. It blew up on their face. Yeah. And this year they had the injury risk. Again, obviously with Eichel, that was a big one. Yeah. And it worked. Stone, Stone was it able worked. to come back. and um, Again, they – worked. It did not work last year. They did not oh. go into the playoffs in strong fashion. Well, they didn't They're make not, the playoffs. That's a good point. They yeah. didn't make the playoffs down the stretch – it was a mess. There was organizational disagreements on Robin Leonard. Obviously, Leonard was a whole lot of drama. Um, you've got a bunch of the guys on, on this team who have been there and have won cups in the past, correct? Yeah. With other organizations. Bruce Cassidy coached in a Stanley Cup final today. He spoke about what he learned the first time around, uh, what, five, six years ago now. 
Yes, you learn how to manage your time. You learn the ups and downs, the, the, the demands of the final. Everybody's there. It's outside influences as well as the hockey people as well. And I think those are the things you have to manage when you get to the final. And I think should use our advantage that we may have with Martinez and Petrangelo, Barbashev, Stevenson, Kessel, quick guys that have been there and know what it's about. So we have to make sure we tap into that. Now, 2019 Boston fell against St. Louis. Here's Cassidy talking about some stuff beyond what he just mentioned that you learn in terms of managing before the Stanley Cup and really staying ready the whole time. Whole, that whole ride is fan. That's why we play. So you're learning to enjoy the moment, yet off days you're allowed to think of the big picture, what's at stake, but then get dialed into the details. And I think that's what I learned is use those days appropriately to mentally refresh and, you know, obviously getting your rest. No one really practices much this time of the year unless you're in between a series like now, but once it's going. So you have to use those off days to, to get the guy's attention in the right place. And I think that's one of the things I definitely learned. We went seven games. Didn't go our way. Getting 16 wins isn't easy. 15's not good enough. So that'll be the bit of the message as well. Yeah, I mean, look, he he's he's making a point um, in general, and in, in that in that comment in particular uh, about trying to balance that because I think some players feel differently. Some people, some players feel they enjoyed it too much last time. Some don't think they enjoyed it enough. They just kind of were so focused and didn't take it in. Um, and I think what he's saying is, it's it, there's not a clear answer for what you do. He's seen it work both ways. He's seen guys you know celebrate too much and still carry it on and, and have a great time and, and play well. And other guys have you know taken this step as, hey, we've accomplished our goals this year. We've made it this far. This is great. Uh, there needs to be a balance. And he said one of the things is you do need to celebrate what you've accomplished already. You need to be happy with what you've done and enjoy the moment, but also realize there's still more work to do. Sour is brought to you by Battleborn Injury Lawyers. Uh, the Reno Hour, office in Reno, Henderson, and Las Vegas. Call from anywhere in the state of Nevada, 766-1400-775 in the north. It's Cofield and Company's Eye on Sports Gambling. I'm going to kill your bookmaker. I'm going to rip his throat out. I will step on his throat until the man chokes. Let me tell you how. Winners, 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 winners. Free, 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 free. Did you find odds for the uh, Con Smythe? Yeah. Do you have them in front of you? I couldn't find them. I can open it right now. Couldn't yeah. find them on one of the local books. Okay. Was it just there's too many betting options and you couldn't find the... It might have been, but I don't think so. I looked at it like four or five times. Okay. Yeah. We're both just going to stand here and look. No, we're, I mean... Da, 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 da. Yeah, the look-up music. I mean, I, I have it right here. But a night is not on top of the list, right? No. Uh, neither are the first two. What? So the top two favorites to win the Smythe, which would be the MVP of the playoffs in the NHL, are both from the Florida Panthers, even though the Knights are favored to win the series. Um, a lot of that is because there's really only two options from the Panthers, and there's several uh, from the Knights, obviously. But Sergei Bobrovsky, the goaltender, is plus $2. He's the favorite to win the Smythe right now. Matthew Kachuk, their forward, plus 250. So those are the top two choices uh, in terms of the favorites to win the Smythe. Jack Eichel plus three seventy five, Jonathan Marcheseau plus five dollars, William Carlson plus six dollars, and then Aiden Hill plus twelve dollars, which is interesting because he wasn't even the starter for the first what seven games of the playoffs. 
Do you cross off most of the nights or because it's been so balanced that I know you kind of let in that way, but. By the way, the next six, so the first two choices are Panthers. The next six choices are all from the Golden Knights. Okay. Um, no, if you, I mean, I think that there, you know, there's there's a couple candidates here, but I think the the way for me, if you want to bet the series, is to bet one of those guys to win the Conn Smythe. I mean, it's going to be, I think it's going to be a group from a group of four. So, I mean, instead of betting the Knights to win the series, I think you take your shot by betting those four guys. I'm going to put you on the spot here. Because I don't think it's the case, but you can counter. Is it stupid to bet players on the Knights beyond the biggest names? Because we just saw in the NBA that Caleb Martin was probably 50-50, if not a little better. The former Wolfpack player, yeah. if not a little better than Jimmy Butler. And a lot of people, including friends of ours. Had you know thirty and forty one tickets yeah. for Eastern Conference Finals MVP on Caleb Martin and Jimmy Butler got it. Now there was also there were also two people publicly who said one thing and voted another way. Reggie Miller and then one of the writers had indicated, hey, you know, Martin's our guy. Yeah. Miller said it on the broadcast, but frankly, you know, do you listen to anything that anyone says on a broadcast? Not Reggie like, Miller, right? Um, so is it dangerous to bet you know someone further down? Is it dangerous to bet? Like you know, I'm a, I'm a, a Stevenson stan. Sure. I'm a Stevie stan. And I've got, I've got what uh, thirty to one here. Is it pointless? I have forty, so it'd be pointless to bet thirty. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I think, I don't think it'd probably be the the right way to go. I, to me, so it's basically because Eichel, that, your... is it Eichel, Carlson, Marshy, and Hill, or Eichel, Carlson, Marshy, and Stone? I was thinking it's Eichel, Marshiso, and Hill. Can you use the nicknames, please? No. Uh, I cover the team. I can't. Uh, I also, what, is that, what does that even mean? Um, I would say uh, I would say those three guys. But it, to your point in the NBA, it's not always who puts up the best numbers, right? In that case, you would just pick who's putting up the best numbers and, and right. bet that person. It's always narrative. And I think you're, you're just trying to guess the narrative in terms of the Golden Knights, not who's going to have the best numbers. And the narrative would be, A, Jack Eichel, first ever playoffs, languishing in Buffalo, on bad teams playing great, and now all of a sudden leads a team to a Stanley Cup final. That is going to generate a lot of interest. That that could be a potential uh, player who could win it. Um, Marcia So, in terms of putting up these big numbers and having the sentimental, you know, original night still with the team, uh, one of the you know quote unquote misfits, and you know him him still being here and still being one of the top scorers on a team six years later is a narrative. And then Aiden Hill, obviously, this massive narrative of. You know, unheralded, never been a starter in the NHL, took over as starting goaltender, you know, after the first series into the second series and leads them to a cup. Like that narrative could carry. So I think those are the three narratives that could potentially be in the mix to win uh, the Conn Smythe. So th- that'd be the three guys that I would probably be betting. Barbie 60 to 1. That's a long shot. He's been very good. Very good. But again, that's not, that doesn't really fit a narrative. And that, you have to look for narratives when you're betting MVP awards. And what'd you have Stoney at? Uh, fifteen. Okay. Why? I didn't really care. I just want to say Stony one more time. Oh, okay. What was it, Jack Stevie Stony? Was that what uh Cassidy referenced today? I think so. Jackie? He didn't go Jackie. No, oh. I remember that when I when I heard it, it was Jack. Jackie Aces. Nicknames, man. Cassidy loves him. You know on his wiki page it says his nickname is Butch, not Butchie. 
So do only guys like well, Millard get to call him Butchie? No, it is Butch. Then if you're, but if you're, if you're tight with him, if you're tight, it's Butchie. So I'm probably not everybody butchy. in the locker room ends with an E, not a letter E, but yeah. an E sound. Okay, I can deal with that. Stevie, can butchy. you bet? I know you can bet some parts of the College World Series, even though we're not set. Alabama baseball. Uh oh. Oh boy, we're we in just have another walk in here. Yeah, we're in trouble now. That's funny. Millard walked in. It's like his ears were ringing. We were just talking about him calling him Butchie. <laughs> That's true. He's, he's, he has permission because he's close enough to him. So, college baseball, you can bet a handful of teams. Not Alabama, right? Uh, well, I'm looking at the Arizona book. Uh, what is it? DraftKings. Why am I getting this note at the top? Winner without New Jersey colleges. They're not restricted uh, they in Arizona. Based, uh, no, Am I just getting the, the NJ there? numbers? Well, if they're if they're ba- if they maybe their company is based there. Well, Kentucky's about the tenth uh, choice at thirty to one. Okay, is there a reason? Uh, yeah. Be- well, I would think actually it would help them. I, I don't think it's going to hurt them. It's going to hurt the other teams. What's going on? Uh, nobody can get a hotel room in Lexington. How big is Lexington? Do we know? Not huge. What would you guess? I've been there. What would you guess? Population. I'll go seventy. Oh, really? I was going to go like four hundred thousand. I don't know. I could be, could be wrong. Metro area and not city limits. You're wrong. Wow. Three hundred forty-four thousand. Right. Better bigger than I thought. Really, I got five hundred seventeen thousand. All right. Well, that's metro area for sure. Yeah. But he might be right. He didn't hear metro. He doesn't listen. So that it's closely. not. A, it's not a very big. He's talking to someone walking in the studio. Yeah. So. It does say the metro. That's pretty big. Uh, three whatever it is, three fifty to five hundred okay. is pretty big. Bigger than I thought, but still not. They don't have massive. hotel rooms. Well, the host a regional. There's apparently a country music festival that's going on right now with some very big acts apparently in the country world. I don't know who they are. Zach Brown. You know who? Let me put the mic. Uh, you know who Zach Brown is? What's what is he? The fried chicken song. Uh oh. Uh, little chicken fried. Yeah, something like that. As heard on Cofield and Company. Yeah, we play it all the time. So he's there. He's headlining this festival with some other acts. It's a apparently a multiple day festival in Lexington that's going on that was already booked. And and this goes back to, if you remember, why why Indianapolis could not be a host of the SC Championship game last year. Do you remember why? High school volleyball tournament? That big? Yeah. Uh, apparently this one is a, a high school baseball tournament that's going on in Lexington, so everyone is there. So all the rooms are booked. Everything is full, no capacity, and then Kentucky advances and hosts a regional and – it's going to be tough. Nobody knows where to stay. Apparently, some teams are staying up to an hour away, which I have no idea what's an hour outside of Lexington. Uh, but teams are staying up to an hour away because they can't book anywhere, and fans just can't get there at all. So I would actually think maybe an advantage for Kentucky. They're discussing having teams stay in some unused dorms because it's summer now. Maybe just moving them in there. But that doesn't seem comfortable. I feel like this is a, an advantage for Kentucky and that the other teams are not in a great spot. Just we, like we talked about, the Golden Knights have to stay at a – dumpy motel in florida i thought we hadn't confirmed that i thought they were staying somewhere nice well maybe they are okay. but that's that was the rumor that they were gonna have to stay at the dumpy and i i keep avoiding saying the name of the, the hotel but by the way who did he it. say is playing in lexington zach brown i thought that's who it was no i see zach Bryan. oh maybe that that's it okay i see is that somebody the same i see weezer okay i hope they do africa it's pretty good it's a remake, obviously. Of course. What was the Toto reference, by the way, yesterday? 
Did, did the uh, Knights have a Toto song? Yeah, there's a. Is some... it Georgie Porgy? No. For McPhee? No. Okay. Name some other Toto songs. I don't. I honestly don't. I know. Rosanna. No, it's not that. It's not Africa. Is there? Is there other popular Toto songs? There's some. There's some song that they sing in the locker room, and I don't know what it is. I've never. I don't think I've ever heard it before. Hold the line. Yes. That's it. Really? Yeah, that's the one. How does, do we do we know can that? Vast sound crew, can we get hold of the line go? for the next hour? How does that go? Only forty four point nine seconds, please. No, it's, the one show that follows the, the rules. Is that a good song? Yeah, I hear it through the walls when we're waiting to interview players, but I've I don't think I've ever heard it. If you knew Georgie Porgy, you would have laughed at that for George McPhee. That's pretty good. Do you know Georgie Porgy? Oh, no. find that one too, please. <laughs> it is. We just have a light? full. It a full is. hour of what? Why we just played? Toto? I want to be ninja and uh, <laughs> isn't that an MC Light cut, song? Cut the L. Why is not? Why isn't that their song? It could be. It should be in Florida if they were going to play. Against, should be in Florida. That's true. If they were going to play against the, especially All right. in Broward. Next hour, cut the L against whole hold the line. Okay. Neither can be good, right? They're all good. Who cares if you enjoy it? Hold the line. It doesn't sound like a good song through the walls. They also were playing some ABBA in there. That was Dancing Queen. I know I've heard that song. Really? Yeah. Wow. You know this All song. Right. I'm listening in preview. You, you yeah, know this song. Of course, he knows it. Come on. He knows it. You'll save it for next hour. So back to the story. Really so, so Kentucky listeners. Baseball Regional, they don't have enough rooms because for the other Weezer? teams. In, in, because of Weezer and Zach Brian Brown. Zach, which, it's Zach, is Zach Brian bigger than Zach Brown? I don't know who Zach Bryan is either. We'll have to find songs for him too. Next hour is going to be all songs. Sorry, Reno. Who else is playing? You can this? listen in on LVSportsNetwork.com. Is there another? Is, Sports is there, Radio. Is another listing of who else is playing at this Lexington Festival? I, there were so many names, and I was like, no, 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 no. I don't. Oh, you don't know who any of them are. Marcus Mumford, Charlie Crockett, oh, that's Mumford and Sons person. Right? Uh, Morgan Wade, the heavy, heavy. I like that. The head and the heart. Tyler Childers is the headliner on Sunday, and this is why the baseball teams in college baseball can't. Stay anywhere near Lexington. Sounds like quite a show. Kofi and a company road trip? This actually, this the the names in here are interesting. Like, I mentioned a bunch of names. Ricky Skaggs is a legend. Like, going... Boz Skaggs' son? Uh, is that a person? Yes, but I don't okay. think there are any relation. There's two different Skaggs? Uh, I think Ricky is S-K-A-G-G-S. I think... Boz is S C A G S, which I should know no, the spelling. I don't think that's true. Is it? It is true, yeah. yeah. Boz Skaggs. Good karaoke. Good karaoke songs. If you can do them. I can't. You're spelled differently. I, what does Boz Skaggs sing? You we have, have no now idea. we need Boz Skaggs songs. <laughs> so, uh, There's some heavy hitters. On. Some real heavy hitters. It's a lot it's some yacht rock too. Vinny's not happy with us. He, uh, he wanted us to move on or Wait, I didn't hear him. What he about he, I bet you like I bet you like Ricky Skaggs, right, Vinny? So uh, moving on. All right, I guess not. <laughs> is he going to tell us all the time to keep? I think get back to the Raiders. His job. Oh man, there's some good Ricky Skaggs stories. Like what? Like uh, going way back. He's he is. You never watched the uh, the Ken Burns documentary on country music? No. Oh, you got to watch it. What's the one on baseball? Oh my, it's it's great. Even if you don't like country music, it's great. I'll check it out. Yeah, it's good. But Ricky Skaggs is in there like as a, uh, I think he was, was it the fiddle? I think that's what he was playing when he was like eight years old. And now which, he's in Lexington? And now he's like 70s, like late 60s, and now he's playing the Railbird Festival. That's good. That's a good life. Like 60 years in music? 
and you're still getting booked. It's pretty good. We're going to have you and I are going to have like max 27 in Sports Talk Radio. It's impressive.